The reselling aspect of sneaker culture has changed everything. I think now is the biggest time for sneakers than maybe it's ever been. There's people taking money and rather investing in a traditional asset class like a stock or bond, they're buying sneakers and they're investing in that sneaker and they're selling it on an exchange later. There is a lot of money to be made in this game. You could make 50 grand in a weekend, man. Like, I've seen people do it. We estimate that there's over $2 billion in gross market value of overall footwear being resold. We think StockX is the leader in this market with gross market value north of a billion dollars. We connect buyers and sellers the same way that the world's stock markets connect buyers and sellers. Just like Apple doesn't trade at the same price every single day in the market, nor does a particular sneaker trade for the same price from day to day. Some people's closets, you look at it and it's a stock portfolio. There's some shoes I love so much, I got 41 pairs of the same exact shoes. Resale is all about product allocation. It's all about who can get it and where you're sending it that the person's willing to pay you more. We think this market can grow from $2 billion to $6 billion in a relatively short time period. These days, sneakers are more like stocks than your average trainers. Prices up and down like Wall Street, some experts value the sneaker resale market at over $2 billion, and it could reach $6 billion by 2025. We're going to take a deep look at the industry and show you who and what is making it move. I had lost a job in something that I enjoyed doing, and I was just trying to find another job, and I figured selling sneakers would hold me over till I found that other job. Well, that other job never came, and we wind up opening this bank account get a little $2,500 credit line. And the day I signed the lease to my store, um, I have $40 to my name. So in four years, it jumps from $40 to 20 million in sales. To 2019, we wind up teaming up with American Eagle and I sell a part of my business to American Eagle. Now I got urban necessities inside of American Eagle. There's ultimately some companies here that are earning very good economic returns on facilitating these, these exchanges. And I think you're seeing investors look at these businesses very seriously. CompassCon, uh, 6 a.m. right now. It's literally nobody here yet. I will be the first person to purchase the Safari pack that is coming out. Uh, three new different shoes. Uh, should be very profitable. They cost around, I think, 230 retail. Should be able to sell for about 600 bucks. Uh, let's see how many we could get. Uh, we're also gonna be heading to Chinatown Market. Converse's are gonna be 100 bucks. Uh, should be able to sell those for about 400 to 500. But yeah, I can't really disclose how I'm here so early, but shout out to the plug, thank you. The amount of money that we made is, is essentially unlimited. And they're sneaker resellers that we've seen that are earning several hundred thousand dollars a year. The way to make the most money is if you can acquire these shoes at retail. We find out where is it going to release, who has the shoe, what retailers, how limited is the shoe. And if we possibly get it before anybody else, we are the ones that create the market. There's this thing called backdoor now. Backdoor is pretty much getting a shoe early from a retailer or somewhere like that or someone that works inside. The chances of any average person being able to buy a pair of the shoes that are highly coveted is effectively zero. 
I have no idea how kids get on now, like, on the resale. It's like, yo, like, what are y'all doing? Like, it's crazy. reach out to us, it's because they know the shoe is gonna go up in value. And you know what the hype is about, especially now with all the marketing that's going on with social media and stuff like that. We're tracking the markets, let's say the StockXs, the GOATs, eBay, and we're trying to compete with their prices. We try to buy every pair that comes out of the store. Thank you. Chinatown Market, number one. Gonna be getting these chucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, so right now we're getting the Chinatown Market uh, UV Chucks. So they actually change colors. Um, pretty dope shoe, $100 retail. What's going on, man? Uh, take a size 10 high. So I just got a size 10 high in the Converse's. Very, very dope shoe. Uh, as you can see, retail is $100 on the shoe. Um, should be reselling for about $500, $600. If you have a lot of capital, you're able to hold on to them. And then eventually they end up going up, stuff like that, so. This is the shoe right here. You wanna flash the UV light, change colors? Yeah, yeah. I'm Dylan Oriven, I'm 13 years old, and I started reselling when I was eight years old. How much money do you think you've made since you started reselling, if you could estimate? <laughs> Probably in the five digits. I mostly sell on StockX, Goat, and the SneakerCon app. Uh, we have a, a marketplace of buyers that come to our sites and look for the most sought-after sneakers. Those buyers have the opportunity to either buy it at its market clearing price or to be able to set a price at which they're willing to buy that item. On the other side of the marketplace, we have a really dynamic marketplace of, of sellers, consumers, individuals, businesses, brands uh, that are essentially selling that same product and also choosing a price at which they want to uh, sell at. I think it's great because it's become like the Kelly Blue Book of sneakers and now everybody has a fair guideline that everybody has to try to abide by because although you might be able to get someone to justify your added expense or different price, like this polices what is essentially like the wild, wild west. If you think the sneaker business is worth one billion, just imagine what the counterfeit sneaker business is worth. That counterfeit business <laughs> is insane right now. Literally, you see every single shoe being counterfeited and they sell. People in the streets are wearing them and you can't really tell. We literally only buy from stores. The only thing that can really sell on our platform is somebody that has uh, bought and held a shoe that's in perfect condition that we then authenticate uh, to the buyer. Seller sends it to us, we authenticate it, we make sure not only that it's real, but it's the right size, the right condition, it is what it's supposed to be, and then we send it to the buyer. StockX, I, I, I love y'all, for real, love y'all. Like, they changed the whole way I operate. We end up finding a way to get multiples of these shoes. It's literally crazy the way we get it, but we get a lot of numbers in there. I've been in my bag, baby. Uh, Virgin Louis V on my back, baby. Living fast, dying slow, that's the catch, baby. Suicide doors, around and crash, baby. I do the dash, baby. Uh. These are some of the purchases that we made. Uh, a lot of Converse. These were pretty much the two sneakers of the event. 
that are actually profitable. Um, yeah, I ended up getting a lot of pairs. Yeah, this is pretty crazy. I ain't even gonna lie, especially for being by myself. Like, none of my team is out here, so I literally did all this by myself. $170 of Converse's. That's pretty good. That's good right there. I'm at the hotel. Yep, I'm at the hotel. Yo, go back to Converse I'm going back right now. There's going to be a stash, right? Yeah, go back right now. Hurry up. All right, all right. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Where's he got where's that? I don't know. What the f is that at? Through SneakerCon, I've been able to I've come to every single show for the last four years. And in the last two, three years, I've probably spent 10, 11 mil buying shoes. Now keep in mind, I started with $40. We just wanted to come together and start, create a place where resellers could come together with buyers and just buy, sell, and trade. This is the only industry in the entire world with anything that has to do with buying, selling, trading a good that accepts all walks of life. Certain retail, you walk into the store, the second you walk into the store, it don't matter what, it don't matter how you dress, it don't matter how educated you are. The second that stereotype hits and you ask for something in that store, they're not gonna help you, bro. They not. That happens to me all day long. It's the reason why I dress this way. And more women need more shine. It's a young male dominated marketplace at this point. It's not to say women won't and girls won't become more active in this marketplace. Nike, Adidas, Jordan, they're making great shoes for girls too and women. And I think that women are a major focus inside Nike in particular. That's where the influencers need to go because those are the people that are gonna get more, more support than the athlete. The days of the athlete being the influencers, those are like, that's, becoming extinct. The way a shoe like builds hype or goes from like a $200 to a $1,000 shoe or anything like that, I would say first is gonna be social media. The rollout plans that brands are doing now and the competition between the major brands to make sure that their endorsers are doing something different to launch a product is just adding hype to this stuff. Once the everyday human sees these people wear these shoes, they want the shoe. And that's when the resale comes in because you can't purchase these shoes. And that's where we come in because we're gonna be the people that have the shoes. Right now, the reason that a lot of kids, especially the really, really young kids are able to do this is because everything went digital. You literally have to like run to a location and scan everything with your phone, and that gives you the chance to purchase the shoe. Let's get it! Let's go! Let's go! You know what time is it? 
resellers are making the most money out of this for sure right now. The manufacturers, they're ultimately earning, like I said, kind of halo benefits. The hype and the buzz that's getting created in resale is 100% filtering back into the primary markets. It's going to be interesting to see how the the companies started to try to monetize it. You see now they're putting out more pairs, like flooding the market with it. The real business is ultimately working with brands to become an alternate retail channel to literally IPO products into existence, where brands can release products at a true market value, as opposed to this very antiquated concept today of, of retail price. These limited edition scarce Nike, Jordan, Yeezy, Adidas sneakers are a, are a form of creative self-expression for a demographic, these Gen Z millennial consumers that are really obsessed with being unique and differentiated. There's no shortage of fans of, of people that want this stuff now. Everyone is always waiting for the sneaker bubble to burst, and I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. My love for sneakers will never go away. I think I'll forever be tied to SneakerCon. There is a lot of money to be made in this game. There's thousands, if not millions, of transactions happening online per day. It's nowhere near a bubble, bro. I think that as StockX or Stadium Goods get these evaluations, all it does is make people who want to invest money in soaring markets more aware. We think this is kind of, for lack of a less cliche way of saying it, a truly revolutionary form of commerce. Like, this doesn't exist outside the actual stock market, and we think that this is not only will it exist in 10 years, but this is logically how these certain products should be sold. Our parents may not have been paying attention to this Jordan is coming out or this Air Max is coming out, but when they read something in the Financial Times or something else that there's a billion dollar industry on the secondary market of sneakers, that's something that they're paying attention to and it's opened up the eyeballs. Um, it's opened up sneaker culture to the masses.